0: Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Sue Ann brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. You know, Jim, even though the Chargers are 0-2, that's a pretty good football team on that side. I I didn't look at this as any walkover win uh, for the Vikings at all. Yet still, it feels, uh, you know, it's a tough one to take a bit of a punch in the gut. But 0-3 these days isn't quite as statistically negative as 0-3 in the past. So no time to leap off the bandwagon just yet.
1: Yeah, and... Uh... I wrote my whole column about that today. Mm-hmm. There's, just, there's just so much silliness out there, you know. You <laughs> throw away a season after three games, um, and listen. Most teams that start zero and three are terrible teams. Mm-hmm. Um, most teams that start zero and three didn't come very close to winning against consecutive, you know, consecutive games against really good teams. They didn't come one play away from winning all three of their games. They don't have the best receiver in the NFL. They don't have a quarterback playing the best he's ever played. They don't have loads of offensive talent. Um, you know, I mean, this is not not the right time to give up i I can't guarantee they're going to make the playoffs, but giving up is just uh, it's just, it's the saddest mentality I can think of for a sports fan. You just want to throw away a season after three games um you know listen they've they've come so close, and we know what plays have been the swing plays there's been at least one big swing play in each game, which a mm-hmm. turnover to lead to the other team scoring as being somewhere between a ten and you know, 14-point swing, and they've lost three close games. That's what happens. Uh, Yesterday they had a tip pass go for a touchdown for the Chargers. They had a tip pass go for the game, you know, clinching interception for the Chargers. Um, You know, they had, and they're playing a good team. They couldn't afford to have those things go go against them. Um, So they haven't played well. They've had way too many fumbles, but They're probably going to get Marcus Davenport back here soon. They're probably going to get Reisner in the lineup. They started running the ball well on Sunday. They have a gimme win on this Sunday. So what this means is they're going to have to take a real advantage of the soft middle portion of the schedule. They're probably going to have to upset one of the really good teams on their schedule, and they're going to have to play really well in the division. That's not easy, but it's certainly not impossible.
0: Yeah, one play, uh, too, that uh, gets lost in the mix is there's a lot of small plays that went against the Vikings Mm -hmm. yesterday. One of those was uh, Alex Madison wide open in the flat, walking in for a touchdown, except Kirk Cousins gets his elbow hit right at the perfect time so that the pass goes awry. Otherwise, that was a touchdown for the Vikings right there instead of a field goal as well.
1: And, you know, Hawkinson... um fumbles early in the game, yep. you know, they're in field goal range, they might be going in for a touchdown, and instead of that, Chargers get the ball going the other way. Um, it's just those are the plays that cost you games. And those plays count, and you credit the other team for making those plays, but it also shows you how close the Vikings
0: are. Is this the first time, though, they really committed to the run game? I mean, wasn't it the first yes. four plays that they ran the ball with Madison and he looked good?
1: He did. Uh, now I think they wanted to run the game against. I think they wanted to establish the run against the Bucks, but the Bucks just have a really good defensive front, and frankly, it was just much easier to pass on them. So they went away from it. Uh, game two, they got behind, way, way behind the Eagles. They had to throw, and when Madison did run, he, you know, he fumbled. So it, you know, they they really had to throw to keep up in that game. This game was very obvious. Hey. We want to get Alexander Madison going. We want to get the running game going. We want to establish that we can run the ball to keep defenses honest and keep pass rush off Kirk, and it worked mm-hmm. to a large extent. They were very efficient in the running game. Madison's good off the backfield now. I'm not going to excuse Madison. He didn't have any official fumbles yesterday, but he had one bad drop pass, yep. and he had two times where he, the ball popped out, and that can't happen. Right. Um, and that's one of the reasons Akers here. I, I said, like I said last week, I didn't think Akers was coming here simply to take Alexander Madison's job, but he is here to provide depth in case Madison needs to be replaced or gets hurt. And these they only had two professional running backs on the roster. Now they have three. Yeah.
0: What what's with all the fumbling? I mean, it's it's I don't know. I don't know it's almost contagious it seems sometimes. Yep. Kind of like when a baseball team's in a slump, nobody can hit.
1: It's it, it's kind of it's really inexplicable. This team did not fumble last year mm. and their best players are fumbling. Mm. Madison I Maybe mean, Madison might be trying a little too hard. He's trying for that extra yard, and then he exposes the ball. Um, Jefferson fumbled through the end zone, which was a complete fluke play. Um, you know, Brandon Powell, who's a very sound uh, punt return. he fumbled with a punt return which shouldn't happen for a veteran who's out there, mainly the four ball security. Hawkinson, I have no idea. Um, it, yeah, it, it seems like and, that, and again, that's bad. Fumbling is objectively bad, and they are responsible for fumbling. But fumbling is not the same thing as having a, something that can't be fixed. You know, you can fix fumbling. At least you should be able to.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, uh, defensively, for the Vikings, they give up over 400 yards through the air. Now, it's a terrific young quarterback, but 18 catches by one guy. What, what did you see? Why, why was Keenan Allen open all day long?
1: Uh, they had nobody, I mean, not to oversimplify it, they had nobody to cover him. Yeah. He's a great route runner, he has a great feel. He has a great rapport with Herbert. Herbert has an excellent arm, and every time he got half a step on somebody, the ball is right on his chest. Mm. So it was a combination of very accurate passes, great receiver, guy knows how to protect the ball with his body, knows how to box out. Uh, and, and listen, one of the reasons that Brian Flores is using a lot of three, four safety sets is they don't have enough good cornerbacks. Mm. And, and Murphy, maybe he'll end up having a good year. Right now, The difference between him this year and Patrick Peterson last year is that Patrick Peterson would get beat all game and then he'd come up with a game-winning play. Murphy's getting beat all game and not coming up with the game-winning play.
0: Yeah, and uh, doing a lot of talking in the backfield, too. It worries me that he's going to wind up getting a 15-yard penalty at some point out of all that.
1: Yeah, uh, he doesn't really have too much... uh, His reputation isn't bad in that regard, so hopefully he knows how to talk without getting a penalty. But it just they don't cover well. And I really think that right now they have one pass rusher. Yeah. And if Daniel Hunter doesn't get home or if the six-man blitz doesn't get home, they're just very vulnerable back there. And I think that's why they they need Davenport to be healthy and to be a threat. So at least other teams have to, to match up with them and, and spend blocking assets on them.
0: Yeah. So the Vikings complete a fourth down pass to Hawkins, and There's, what, 37 seconds on the clock. They don't get the next play snapped until... 12 seconds, and Cousins said he couldn't hear the play call. Certainly understandable. I, I asked Vikings fans on my podcast to quiet down a little when they're trying to score on the game-winning drive. That's hard to do when you're a fan, of course. Who, who's, who, where, who's Where does most of the, the blame fall that it took so long to get that next playoff?
1: So I talked to O'Connell and, and Cousins about that. We all did in the press conferences. And So here's what happened. Uh, they get that first down. They want to have four shots into the end zone, So their philosophy is instead of lining up just to spike it, why not line up and run a play that you've already called, right? Mm. Uh, O'Connell's calling the play, and he said the worst thing that happened was that the headset was going in and out. So if the headset hadn't been working, Cousins just would have taken over. Uh. If the headset had been working perfectly, they would have had quick communication and called the play. It was going in and out which caused Cousins to stand there and try to get it to work and O'Connell to keep repeating the play call over and over and finally they just went ahead and, and ran that you know, ran that play. Uh, I really think it's simple. If something if you're in that situation and the clock's ticking and you are not getting lined up quickly enough to preserve time, your thirty five year old quarterback who's been a starter in the league for a long time, needs to just go up and spike it and just reset. And then you have three plays to you have three plays, three shots in the end zone. Now, that, that that sequence was embarrassing, and I think it's on Cousins to handle that situation, mm-hmm. but it's not the reason they lost. The reason oh. they lost is the ball bounced off Hawkins' hands. Yep, yep, that's
0: right. Hey, uh, quickly, worst loss, Vikings or Gophers from this weekend?
1: Uh, Gophers. The mm-hmm. Vikings lost a close game to a very talented team, one of the most talented teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gophers lost inexplicably to a terrible football team. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter. They were dominating play. They rushed for 250 yards. They did not turn the ball over. They got a 50-yard field goal. They didn't have any play. They didn't have any of those swing plays we're talking about with the Vikings, where, okay, yeah. you understand why they lost. That, that one play cost them 14 points on the board. They just stopped covering Nebraska, uh, Northwestern receivers for No reason. Uh, And Northwestern is not good. They just let Northwestern outplay them for a quarter for no good reason.
0: Yeah, and really hard to understand. It it feels a lot like the Bowling Green loss last year where they just suddenly disconnected from the game. It's hard to to tell what happens. If you have too many of those, you got to look at Fleck a little bit, don't you, that he can't keep his guys involved through a whole game?
1: Yeah. And, uh, listen, he had 2019. It was a great year, a historic year. Other than that, you know, you can question kind of whether they've achieved what they should have achieved. I thought last year was a disappointing year given the schedule this year. Uh, now you've lost one of the games you needed to win, and you have a tough schedule ahead. And maybe I don't, we I don't think we've gotten word on Taylor yet, but Taylor is a wonderful running back, and now he's hurt. Uh, they, Fleck does not want to throw the ball. So we don't know whether Ethan is good enough to really you know, lead this team. Uh, and now the defense looks suspect. So this, this, is, this season is devolving quickly.
0: Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.